Hello, stallions! My name is Agnes Clara Dicoum. For those of you that know me and for those of you that don't, welcome to the family. This is a podcast made for the people, by the people, a place where I tackle difficult and thought-provoking topics and a place where you relate and find a better you. So sit back, grab your snacks, and let's have a chat. What's up? What's poppin'? What's happening? I missed you guys so much, and I miss doing episodes like this where I just talk about anything and everything. So we're gonna be doing life updates. We're gonna be talking about things that are going on in the media. Let's talk about things that I've been thinking about recently, just giving you guys my little two cents about things that nobody asked for, but I said what I said and I meant what I said. So go grab your snacks, go grab your drink, and let's get into this episode. First things first, life update. You guys, I have gotten my undergrad law degree. Now, I don't think you guys heard, I got my undergrad law degree with the grades that I've wanted, and I got my first choice for master's. I'm going to be going to Scotland, going to the University of Aberdeen. I'm so excited to go on to this new adventure. Like, Ireland has been so good to me, and I've made it my little home for the past three years, and the people have been just great. The city's great. But we're on some UK bound now, you get me? We're moving on to bigger and better things. I definitely, once I'm there, want to get a whole mic set up for the podcast and go live. That is part of my plans for the Stallion Podcast and do more collabs. So yeah, a lot of big things coming for the Stallion Podcast and we're going to be hitting our one year mark um, on August 14th, which is so exciting. You guys have been so supportive, honestly. Thank you for all of the support. I know I don't say that enough, but you guys have been very, very supportive. On top of that, I have been continuing my book that I've been writing for three years. Recently, I have allowed close family and friends to read up on a couple of the first chapters and they have loved it. So that just gives me more motivation to finish it. You guys, three years is a very long time, but it is my baby and I want to put out the best version of the book that I can not to mention writer's block because that happens every so often so I do have a routine now of how I get back to writing um, which consists of reading other books and watching movies and stuff for inspiration I would love to be able to just switch on and go all creative mode and stuff but that's just not how it works and which just makes the process a little longer but I love the process of, of writing and coming up with new ideas and stuff so we'll We'll see how that goes. I do need to find an agent to put out the book and stuff, which is all in the works. So I'm, I am working on a lot of things right now. So I might not always be consistent with the podcast, but you guys are still my stallions and I will come back every so often um, and put out as many episodes as I can. Now, moving on, let's talk about what's going on in the media. Honestly, social media has been on a roll um, with the whole entanglement situation between Will Smith, Jada Pinkin Smith, and August Alsina. There has been Kanye West's Twitter outbreak and just a whole lot. I want to start off with Kanye's situation. Now, a lot of people had so much to say about his bipolar disorder and how it's been making him say outrageous things. And other people are saying that 
the Kardashians are a bunch of wicked people that are trying to control him and put him in a box. And he even referred to it as though he was in the Get Out movie. If you guys have seen that movie, you know what he's talking about. Kanye has bipolar disorder. Now, bipolar disorder is manic depression. You could have depression for a period of time and then have abnormally elevated moods. How the family deals with that is going to differ from family to family. And only until that person with the bipolar disorder and wants to be under the right medication and wants to get better, then they can't really do anything about that. Can you imagine being in a situation where you love someone so much, you're willing to help them do whatever it takes for them to get better, and then they go on social media and just post outrageous things about your family about your mom you know he posted on twitter that kylie stinks and things like that like and then how do you expect social media to not say anything about that that's so embarrassing and i feel so bad for kim and the whole family in general i think that even if there are times that they have wanted to forcefully help him sometimes I feel like sometimes that's what it takes I don't know like we don't know how it's like to deal with someone that has bipolar disorder you know what I'm saying but him putting out those tweets obviously people are gonna say something obviously people are gonna make fun of him obviously there's going to be an outbreak of trolls and so on but don't participate I just feel so bad for the family in general it's kind of like airing out your dirty laundry in public um, on social media and that's just I mean I wouldn't even feel comfortable commenting on any of the posts and stuff because it's just very disturbing we'll put it that way the next thing I want to talk about is the whole entanglement situation for those of you that don't know what happened so basically during Will's and Jada's relationship at some point he had said we decided we were going to go our separate ways for a period of time you go figure out how to make yourself happy and I will figure out how to make myself happy and I guess in the end they would come back together but for that time being they wanted to be separated and separated for good like he said at that point he thought it was done he was over with her and during that time she had met Alcina and they got into a relationship now mind you she was 40 years old at the time and he was 20 years old around that age he said Will gave him permission to do so jada had then cleared it up and said that he just didn't want to look like a homewrecker in which he wasn't but yeah i don't think will actually give him permission to do so um i digress so the three main things i want to talk about is one the age difference i think that when you are 20 year old man i think that people expect you to be fully able to consent to sex to consent to a relationship however she was 40 years old although she was going through a tough time i believe that when you're that successful that beautiful that age i think you have a lot of power over a 20 year old man it could very well be seen as manipulation and that could really mess with some people's mental the second thing i want to talk about is mental health for men is so overlooked on social media and the fact that his sadness was turned into a meme is just outrageous. You could tell that during the interview, he was on the verge of tears. And I think that this was such a heavy topic for him. I think that, you know, they didn't really have a choice but to come out with the truth 
although he might have known about it before, you know, bringing those type of things to the surface does bring a lot of emotion back now that they're in a someone good place, we can assume. But yeah, the fact that it was used as a meme, I just, I don't understand how people could be so careless about that. And it says a lot about how we neglect and dismiss mental health for our men in society. And the final thing that I want to touch on is the fact that as soon as people get a glimpse of something outside of the norm, they're so quick to be judgmental. The way I see they've gone about things was we're not happy, let's go be happy, find happiness, let's come back and find that happiness with each other. And some can see it as an open relationship, others looking at it as a break. I think because it's so out of norm for a lot of people, people are so quick to judge. I just don't understand how people make the conscious decision to do what's right for them at a specific time in their life, but we have to find a way to make them feel like what they're doing is so outrageous. And I think that would be an actual interesting uh, topic to talk about on the podcast. The fact that, you know, people do involve themselves in an open relationship. People involve themselves in a throuple where you're three in the relationship. And that's totally normal for them. And it shouldn't be looked down upon. Um, and so those are the three things that I wanted to touch on and three things I want you guys to think about. So you thought you were going to continue the episode without subscribing? Give your girl a little subscribe, share on the Snapchat, Insta, and Facebook. And on that note, you guys can continue the episode. What else? I've actually been listening to a lot more podcasts. As you guys know, I've talked about this many times before. I was not into podcasts before I started a podcast. I did not listen to podcasts. I still don't listen to that many podcasts. Ironic, but I have been listening to Bobo and Flex, one of the best podcasts and the easiest podcasts to just listen to while you're in the shower or just like waking up in the morning and you want some inspiration or just a laugh, really. Like they just talk about everything and anything with no filter at all i inspire to be that blunt on this podcast one day i do refrain from saying a lot and but we'll get there we'll definitely get there but they're amazing and recently they've made me realize one thing they said on one of their episodes that us black people we need to refrain from wanting to be the first black person to do this and that for example i want to be the first black model to land a cover on so and so magazine i want to be the first author to do this and that because why would you want a seat at a table that was never meant for you in the first place that is so deep like why do us black people want to be the first black person to do this and that like we're in 2020 if you're the first black person to do anything then there's something wrong with the system, you know? Like, And the fact that us black people think that being the first person to do this, that is an honor says a lot about the lack of opportunity that's been given to us over the years. You know, we're in 2020. There shouldn't be the first black this, the first black that to do anything, to be honest. Like, it's crazy. Um, and it's just something to think about. Definitely something that I have never thought about before the last thing i want to talk about is something that i thought about this morning while watching ria's 
channel on YouTube. She's a British YouTuber. I'll actually link down the video that I'm talking about below. Um, and she was just talking about how she's just so unmotivated to put out YouTube content or Instagram content um, in fear that it doesn't get the appreciation that she's looking for. And it got me thinking, you know, that's how I feel sometimes when I put out a podcast episode or if I put out a workout episode or anything and it doesn't get the appreciation that I want it to get or it doesn't hit the certain amount of numbers that I want it to get. And that can really ruin your mood and your motivation to put out more content. But I'll tell you one thing, consistency is key and you'll hear it from any YouTuber, any podcaster, any person that's successful. It's consistency and trying time and time again and seeing what people like and putting out that sort of content. If you're putting out 20 episodes in a year, how are you supposed to measure what people really like or what content people really gravitate towards? You need to be consistent. And a lot of those people that are making it big time on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, they have one thing in common and that's consistency. Consistency is hard. It's a mindset thing. It's not every day that you wake up with the determination of, oh, I'm going to go and edit. And editing takes long, you know, and that's another thing with YouTube. It's like, yes, it's easy to record. Right now, I've been recording this episode. I don't know how many minutes, it is, probably 10 minutes, but it's taken me at least two hours to get what I wanted to say correctly and and get my message out across the way I wanted to get it out because I'm trying to limit the amount of time that I have to edit. Editing is long, fam. It is so long. But in order to get to where I want to get to, I need to be pushing for content. I need to be putting out content consistently. That's hard alone, you know? And then on top of that, you have to work on collabs. You have to work on how many people can push your stuff on social media, not only you alone, because let's be real. If you're the only one doing promoting on your own stuff, you're not getting far. That's why we do reposts. That's why we tell you guys to share things because if other people are reposting, other people like it, then other people get interested. That's It's all a game. You need to know how the game works. There's a reason why we tell you your insights. There's a reason why you can see what's your audience, what countries are listening to your podcast, what's the age range, this and that. Like It's really just getting to know who's listening to your stuff and how you can push for more content towards those type of people. Let's not even talk about the work they have to put in before picking up your mic or your camera for a YouTube content. I mean, there's a lot of creative planning, but that has to be done before you even put out content. Like all of this takes work, it takes dedication, it takes motivation and just drive in general. I don't know how people are able to do YouTube or a podcast or anything like that just for the money because if I did not truly like putting out content for you guys, there is no way that I am spending time editing, picking up this mic, talking, putting out, pushing for content if I didn't truly like what I'm doing. But practice makes perfect. The more I've been doing this, the easier it is for me to edit quickly unless I'm doing a collab or an interview because them ones take so long. But you learn a lot of skills while being a content creator. I mean, with GarageBand, I never used to know how to use GarageBand, iMovie, 
and Photoshop and stuff for my page on Instagram. Um, there's a lot of new skills that I've learned and, I'm, and I never thought that I needed, but you know, that's a plus to being a content creator. But don't get discouraged. A lot of the time on social media, it is luck. It is um, people finding your things on accident, loving it, sharing it, reposting it, um, doing promotions. Sometimes that doesn't even work. Just pay attention to what people want from you and keep pushing that type of content and being consistent, really, like that's it. Um, but apart from that, if you're a content creator and if you're not getting the numbers that you want to hit, keep doing what you're doing. You, why do you need approval from anyone else? If you're putting out what you love to do, that should be enough satisfaction on its own. And don't let anybody tell you that your shit is trash period per poo and on that note thank you for listening to today's episode subscribe 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 share on instagram facebook and snapchat and on that note your girl is out